0: On June 16th, 2013, while on vacation in Ecuador, a valedictorian from Oklahoma City goes missing on a hiking trail. Did he fall and die, or was he kidnapped? In the years following, there have been several credible sightings. What happened? You're listening to the Mysterious Brews Podcast, and tonight we bring you the case of August Rieger.
1: dank, cold basement, somewhere in the bowels of Georgia.
0: You know, my part of this podcast pretty much is just the opening, and I fuck it up every time. And
1: in the, and <laughs> in the world of time. editing, nobody knows.
0: <laughs> I it's,
1: it's it's ridiculous.
0: I don't understand how I can get tongue-tied trying to. I, I don't know. I I, I give up. I'm not even going to try. I think that what makes us special
1: is that we're so unpolished. We are. <laughs> We could try to polish this turd, but it's not going to get any shiny. Right?
0: Hey, the MythBusters did prove you can polish turd, but it has
1: got to be the right mixture of turd. Yeah, it has what to. What was it? It was, was lion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamie did lion, and yeah. it
0: was fucking shiny as shit.
1: Some shiny shit. It was I mean, some literally shit, shiny shit,
0: shit. Literal shiny shit.
1: All right, so we don't have any new patrons, but I do want to give our monthly shout-out since this will be the first episode we did after everyone paid in January. Yeah, and we uh, we sent out
0: some gifts. One, only one.
1: Gave you a thank you, the rest of them. No, no, a of no, 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 no.
0: A bunch of them gave me thank yous, but only one arrived broken. So we're going to have to replace that one.
1: So All right, so we have sent out, if you are a patron, First of all, check Patreon page. I have put up a poll, and we have had five emails back. Coach is looking at me like, you what? You did what now? And so there's some new things coming on the Patreon front that we have put a poll out. If you're not a Patreon or a patron on Patreon, you need to sign up because anybody $3 and higher gets monthly bonus material. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going to be doing some exclusive stuff for Patreon. So, our shout outs for our patrons: Miss Jennifer Clickenbeard, uh, Jonathan Smith, yeah. Joyce Brandon, yeah, George Collins, Thomas Samuels, Sister of Coach, Felicia Glindo, April Fowler, Christy McKee, Deanne Blevins, the one and only Miss Bliss, Chris Browning, Jason Guthrie, Stephen Hernandez, Stacey McLean, Tanya Brott, Angel Dunmoyer. Nicole Mullen, Julia Clifton, Jody Sparks, Katie Little, mm-hmm. Cherie Treadwell, Miller, Holly Thomas, and Magenta Vaughn. Thank you. Magenta, dude, get it right. I like saying Magenta. No. no, I no. do it Don't even when I it. talk about colors. I'm like Magenta. <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all make this worth it. We still pinch ourselves. It's crazy. People give us money. It's crazy. If you th- have not received your stickers, I apologize. They. I never thought anyone would listen to this shit. I didn't either. <laughs> the Postal Service has uh, had some problems here lately, and uh, I've been getting a bunch of the uh, envelopes back. So, And it's not because you're, we have the wrong address. It's nothing on your end. It's nothing on our end. It's just the lovely Postal Service obviously can't find stuff. Sure, sure, sure. But anyway, blame, I'm going to send them blame, out again. Blame the Postal Service. This week or last week's episode was the first time we recorded on our new board and you will hear about how fancy schmancy it is it was a little quiet though
0: i had to turn my volume all the way up
1: you're gonna have to turn the volume up and if you are looking to blame someone please blame me because (laughs) as Coach said (laughs) as coach said he's not touching it i have watched enough youtube videos that i feel like that i could probably take it apart and put it back together And we will be giving shout-outs to the guys on the YouTube channels that helped me. If this one turns out good, if it doesn't, we're not shouting them out. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fair. Well, today we are
0: going to be drinking the Angry Scotsman Brewery from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. It is Impulse IPA. It is a Belgian white IPA, which means the yeast kind of sucks. I'm not a fan. But the hops really make it make up for it. Yeah, yeah. The hops really make up for it. So our uh, it's delicious. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say it ain't delicious. It's delicious.
1: Our lovely official private investigator of mysterious brews reached out to me via text message this week, and uh, I have to say, he is hilarious in his <laughs> um, what do you call it? His take on things that have been happening he was cracking me up we were texting back and forth again um we have had a lot of case suggestions and trust us they're going on the docket we are probably at least four or five episodes away from you starting to hear a lot of those but we will say when it is a user request and today is a user request i apologize for not remembering who requested it but hopefully you remember you requested it and you enjoy this episode well you know it when you get
0: into when you get into searching for cases man like my list when we we, we came up with the idea of the the podcast my list had like 70 80 cases on it my list now has like 400 500 plus cases and you just f- keep finding like crazy stuff and, like, it's so hard to pick a case. It really is. Like, the one we're going to do next week, I mean, I, I never heard about it. No, and then you sent me that video link, and I was like, uh, why have we never heard of it? Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe because it is from Japan. That's going to be our second case in Japan. And I know that we. one of our goals is to try to get a case from every U.S. state this year. But we're going back to Japan because we have to. That shit is crazy.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, But anyway. I um, believe
0: this is our first time in Oklahoma, and it's definitely our first time in Ecuador.
1: Yes. So we killed two with this one. Oh, yeah. But let's get into it. We are going to talk about Mr. August Rieger. Mr. Rieger? Rieger. God. I like Rieger. Well, you would. On June sixteenth, twenty <laughs> 2013, 18-year-old August Rieger. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Rieger, so just deal with it. That's not how you say had the world at his beck and call. He was fresh out of high school. He was traveling with his family. Here's the thing. To be valedictorian is no little thing, man. That's pretty impressive. And not only that, he was at a specific high academic school in Oklahoma yeah. City. And not only was he the valedictorian, he was the valedictorian in an international baccalaureate school. And yeah. if you don't know what international baccalaureate is, it's fancy. It is high high
0: rigor. He got a full academic scholarship to the University of Oklahoma. That's awesome.
1: Sp- he spoke fluent Spanish, Good. loved. Here's the thing. Latin American countries. Here's the thing. Is you, you know, some people
0: graduate cum laude. Some people graduate summa cum laude. I graduated, thank you, Lola. Yes. <laughs> I graduated in a class of two two hundred and twenty-two students, and it was my goal to be at least in the hundreds. <laughs> I think I graduated one ninety-eight.
1: <laughs> Killing me. So <laughs> It's true though. August was described by his friends as a very bright young man. He had just graduated, like I had stated. His parents, Chris and Rhonda Rieger, were extremely proud of him, and he had asked for a trip to a Spanish-speaking country as his senior trip. So they surprised him with a trip to Ecuador. Here's the thing, though. When we get into what he did,
0: please, if you ever go to any foreign country, don't do this. Stick with... Your party. Your party. Like, I went on a cruise one time, and we went down to... um, in the Caribbean, I can't remember exactly where it was, but I went off by myself because everybody was tired. All every the three, my wife and the two people we were with were so tired they wanted to go back and go to sleep. So I went off by myself, and I got in a situation where, man, I could have just fucking disappeared and nobody would have known because I went into a when I say dive bar, I'm talking dirt floor. <laughs> And there were some sketchy
1: people there, man. And uh, I mean, well, we uh, luckily I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> we worked with a guy that uh, they went on a cruise one time, and they went to an all-inclusive place. And you don't know this story, but he had related to me right after they got back. And I think that's the year after you left, where we were working together. And he uh, he said that he had been asking around the resort, "Hey, you know, is there a place?" outside of the resort that, that's somewhere we can go. And they were like, yeah, man, there's this great bar, and It's like 20 minutes away. He said the same thing. He said they walk in, and he said they were out of place, and it was a dark bar. Mm-hmm. And he said about 1 o'clock in the morning, local time, some song come on, and the DJ yelled something in Spanish across the microphone, and everybody pulled out a gun and shot into the ceiling. Oh, wow. And he said it was at that point that all of the tequila and all of the rum that he had drank left his body. And he found his friends and was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Oh,
0: man. that me. I saw a video recently of, like, there's some sort of uh, Spanish, uh, Mexican music that, like, basically glorifies the, the drug trade and the cartels and stuff. And this one guy was singing and... Apparently, he had double-crossed... He, he'd pissed somebody off. And, like, they walk up, and they hand him this note. And, the, basically, the, the gist of the note is, when you're done singing, you're fucking dead. Damn. And he reads the note. You see him read the note, and he just wipes one tear away and then sings the song like a fucking gangster. But, yeah, sure enough, at night, they they put two bullets in his head. Good God, man. Yeah, this, you, don't, you don't mess with cartels, man. No,
1: no, 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 no. Even yeah. if you're in the States, and there's a... There's a case we may do about the cartels and down no, and around San Antonio. No, thank you. And it's... No, thanks. If you're... <laughs> uh, all right, look, we'll go this way, and it's not even recommendation time. If you want to know how screwed up it is, look on at iTunes and wa- or listen to the Women of War is. Mm-hmm. Just the first two episodes. They're not very long. They're about 30 minutes apiece. And you will, in the first two episodes, you'd be like, mm, no, no. I'm not ever going to San Antonio. I'm not going anywhere near the border. Mm-mm. But anyway, let's get back on track. <laughs> so August had shoulder-length brown hair. He was uh, very tall and slender, very easy to get along with. One of, a, one of his friends, who just happened to be an exchange student from Ecuador, Mr. Pedro Negrete, stated that he remembered being, uh, August being a cool guy, maybe a little shy, but extremely bright and extremely friendly. He said, although that they didn't take any classes together, he said, I saw him frequently and he was very well known to his, due to his intelligence and the love of music. So like we stated, he was the International Baccalaureate Valedictorian. He was also a National Merit Scholar, an Oklahoma Academic Scholar, and all of those added up to, like Coach said, a full ride to the University of Oklahoma on academics.
0: Boomer, Sooner,
1: Yeah, so, August was fascinated with anything that dealt with the Spanish heritage, the language, and the anthropology. So, that's how he asked his family for a trip to a Spanish-speaking country. His parents state that they decided on Ecuador and specifically the town of Baños. And Baños has been explained in everything that I researched as the Vale Colorado of ecuador it is the place to be and it is right outside of the amazon and they have small treks into the amazon that last anywhere from two to five days and his parents had scheduled for him and his brother to all go on a three-day trip into the amazon
0: now this place is is even the it it's relatively safe it's one of the safest places to travel into Ecuador that's very important to note that they they didn't,
1: the they didn't parents, pick a yeah, they,
0: they didn't pick a seedy place they purposely looked for somewhere that would be relatively safe
1: right and they state that uh, Baños was very popular due to the thermal springs the hiking trails the close proximity to the Amazon and it is even known in Central America as the gateway to the Amazon. So the day before August and his family were to take their long-awaited three-day tour of the Amazon jungle, they decided to take a hike along one of the scenic trails that ran past their resort resort hotel. Ramped right out, So there's a there's a picture of him at one of the I guess little things pavilions you could stop yeah, at, yeah,
0: like a little uh, sightseeing thing. Like yeah, and you can look,
1: and you're overlooking the whole town. You can scenic, see the whole town, scenic
0: view. Type yeah. Thing.
1: And so they wanted to stay a little bit longer and, and I guess just see the, the beauty of the landscape. And so he decided that he was going to walk on ahead. And the way that it's been explained is this trail is basically a very wide maintained trail. Um, you go to the summit of the trail, which is on one of the nearby, not really a mountain, I'd say a hill. And then you can either elect to turn around and come back the way you did, or you can walk back or continue to walk on down yeah, a, the summit. it's a loop. Yeah. It's a loop. And you come back into the town. Yeah. And so he was roughly, they said, about two to five minutes ahead of them.
0: Yeah. Ended up being, uh, some of the things I said was up to ten minutes ahead. Yeah. Him. But still, it's not, I mean, that's not, he's not that far away. Let's say quarter of a mile, half a mile, maybe, at the most. Yeah. So towards the end of the. And it's it's very important to point out that. Yeah. Um, even though this is a trail in the Amazon, in a it's not far f- from the city. The resort itself, you can see the whole trail from the resort; like it's visible. He's not in the in middle of nowhere. Right, right. He is in civilization,
1: still. and there's people walking up and down. It's a very heavily trafficked yeah, trail, absolutely. And so there's people everywhere. So when his parents and his brother reached the summit, they did not see August, and they thought, well, maybe he's just walked on back to the hotel, and we'll see him there. But when they got back, he was not there. And hours turned into the next day, and a frantic search began. According to the governor's office of Ecuador's Tungaraja province, Governor Lira de la Paz Bal.
0: It's got to be right. It is. There's no way you messed that up.
1: Said that, <laughs> quote, a special team of local authorities, including members of the armed forces, police, fire department, and some volunteers, are deployed looking for Mr. Rieger. At the time that he is missing, within roughly that 24 hour time frame, his father would tell the Oklahoma newspaper that he felt like at the beginning, that August may have slipped and fell off a steep ledge or was kidnapped. So, all of the search party.
0: Yeah, initially they're going to treat it as a kidnapping.
1: They start looking down the ravines. Even Mr. Rieger repels with some of them, trying to see if he had fallen into a crev- crevice. I almost said it like the British crevasse. crevasse. <laughs> and he. Mr. Rieger and his mother both state, I thought he must have gone on. You couldn't get lost. There's only two trails. You can see the whole town. All you have to do is go down. And so on June 24th, August's status was officially changed to missing, and President Obama declared the teen a, quote, missing patriot.
0: Now, when the president gets involved, you know it's serious. Yes. Like. If when American goes missing in a foreign country, it's I mean, it it can become a international incident. Like it can become very serious very quickly because we like to have our peoples. We need our peoples back.
1: Now, even though the U.S. and the Ecuadorian officials were jointly investigating Mr. Rieger's disappearance or more precisely treating it as an abduction or a kidnapping, they even offered a reward for his potential kidnappers to return him safe and sound, but the reality set in that there was never any contact from anyone, no ransom note, nothing.
0: Yeah, that that the whole idea of a kidnapping is called into question at that fact. This, they've never had contact from anyone, no ransom, no nothing. And that would lead me to believe it, if he was kidnapped, it was more of a, like, Slave type thing. Yes. I know you have a theory about that, and we'll get to it later, but I'm not going to spoil your theory because...
1: It's my theory. It's your theory. (laughs) In the weeks following his disappearance, there were three credible reports of a young man fitting August's description riding in the back of a pickup truck. And all of the descriptions were of a long-haired, white male... Thin, fair-skinned, and extremely tall. Two of the sightings are from the same person, and all three report the same circumstances. The witnesses said they saw someone who looked like August sitting in the back of a truck heading towards the Amazon jungle. Now, August's parents would remain in Baños for the entire summer trying to find their son. His family members and friends also began flying down to Baños from Oklahoma to help in the search. The family is on record in many articles in the Oklahoman newspapers stating that they cannot say enough good things about the city of Oklahoma City and the people of Oklahoma. That they had people that only knew August from the fringe of going to school with him, but they all came to help look for him, according to August's aunt, Christy Rieger, and she has been serving as the family spokesperson. She stated, quote, "Authorities in Ecuador have been extremely, ex- extraordinarily hospitable and incredible. They have told us that they will rest. They will not rest until August is found, though no ransom has been made." Kidnapping is still the main hypothesis of the disappearance.
0: Yeah, and when getting back to the people of Oklahoma, when you start doing your research, like you know me, I do the YouTube, like the YouTube comment section is just full of people from Oklahoma saying, from Oklahoma City, like I went to school with his sister. Or, I mean, I went to school with his brother. I knew him and I actually graduated with him and stuff like that. They're very involved. In trying to find him. The Reddit community is full of those people as well.
1: So the country's elite police unit called UNASE, U-N-A-S-E, has taken full charge of the search for August. The Rieger family feels confident that he has not been a victim of an injury that led to his disappearance but that he was contact or um kidnapped according to the website Latina Lista it is not unusual for no ransom to be asked really That's what they state. They said that, quote, the elite group UNE says that long waiting periods are very common and it could take months before first contact is established. Well, that's true, but
0: we're talking
1: five years. No, we're talking eight years now. Eight years
0: now. Yeah. And there's still not been any contact.
1: Now, according to that website, uh, they feel like that the Ecuadorian authorities are wrong to solely focus on kidnapping as a motive for his disappearance. They, they quote two journalists from the Diario El Comercio, one of the oldest newspapers in Ecuador, and they spoke with these two journalists on the preface of anonymity, and they will be calling them, quote, Carla and Felipe. Carla and Felipe state that the government silences critics of anyone that speaks out against the government.
0: Really? Yeah. That, I mean, that's not very surprising. No.
1: And they say, "quote, August's case is very sensitive. The reason is simple: it shows a reality that this government wants to hide. Ecuador has a strong drug trafficking problem, problem and that opens the door to violent crimes such as kidnapping. Ecuador is flanked by Peru and Colombia, two countries with long histories of internal conflicts and robust drug trades. No,
0: Colombia. I know Come that's hard on.
1: to. I know that's hard to believe. <laughs> On July the 3rd... I have literally never heard of any (laughs) drug coming out of (laughs) Colombia. On July the 3rd, Jules S. Beidel, an analyst for the Latin American Affairs Office, issued a special paper titled, quote, Ecuador Political and Economic Conditions and U.S. Relations. She explained that the U.S. has traditionally had closed relations with Ecuador, yet tensions in the relationship have surfaced in recent years, as the left-leaning government of President Rafael Correa has objected to the U.S. influence in the region, which it has labeled imperialistic. Nevertheless, the U.S. is Ecuador's largest trade partner and has extended trade preferences to Ecuador under the Andean Trade Preference Act. Now, that act gives the access to the U.S. market for certain products in order to reduce the dependence of illegal drug trade on the local towns. Bridal also points out that Ecuador is a major transit country for cocaine and heroin, with its strategic location between Peru and Colombia. If you want
0: to hang out,
1: you got to take around cocaine. Cocaine. So the U.S. (laughs) State Department estimates, and this is an estimate... That up to a hundred and ten metric tons of cocaine travel through Ecuador each year.
0: And for those of us in America who don't follow the metric system, that's, that's a, a lot. shit
1: ton. <laughs> that's a big amount. With that amount of drugs trafficking through the country, Ecuador is vulnerable to crime due to its historically weak institutions its porous borders, and corruption of government officials. According to the Bureau of Consular Affairs of the U.S. Department of State, crime in Ecuador has a, quote, "...significant concern, and the northern border region of the country is considered extremely risky due to the spread of organized crime, drug and small arms trafficking, and incursions by terrorist organization near the country's border with Colombia." The agency also states that, quote, at least 11 U.S. citizens are known to have been victims of kidnapping in the region in the past 11 years. This article was written in 2014. So, as far back as 2002, they are averaging about one a year. Now, while Banyos is not included on any travel warnings, Banyos is still not like the rest of the country. It is not heaven but it is also not hell, according to the author Felipe. And he states that if he had to pick a town in Ecuador that he would feel safe traveling, Baños would be the place that he would travel to. And since it is considered to be one of the more secure areas of the country, it makes no sense for the Ecuadorian Government to center all of the kidnapping efforts in that town, which makes sense. If it's relatively a safe town, why would you consider trying to just look in Baños for him? Why don't you expand your search to the entire country, to the border towns? So, according to them, well, I mean, the biggest red flag for them is there's not been a ransom note and or a ransom contact. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's 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 the whole point of a kidnapping. And they said that this case has basically opened a pandoran box in Ecuador. Pandoras. Yeah, but he they said pandoran box. Pandoran. Yeah. Who said that, Mister Felipe? You're a lie. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so I now, don't believe you. in the meantime, representative from Oklahoma, Congressman James Lankford, and the office of Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallin were very active in helping search for August via professional and governmental channels. There's not much to report, but they say that negotiations with the Ecuadorian country and government has continued. There is a Facebook page that was created and a Twitter account, called at bring august home that would feature daily tweets from Ecuadorian media concerned citizens talking about august case and there was a facebook page in spanish created by the young man that was the exchange student in oklahoma and another one created by R- barbara rupert who was part of his the exchange student's host family they just want to raise awareness about august case and social media is the best way they knew how to keep hope alive. One of the messages from this young man was, quote, I would like to let you know that your family and friends love you and they want you back home. Keep strong with hope and patience. There is a lot of people looking for you. I am your friend, and when all this ends and you get back to your family, contact me so I can show you the good thing that Ecuador has to offer. (laughs) Yeah,
0: if he comes back, I don't think he's ever going to go back to Ecuador, my friend.
1: I don't either. Like, I'm not interested in finding out what the good part of Ecuador is. So August's parents reluctantly returned home at the end of the summer so that their youngest son could start school, and he would be attending the same high school that August attended, and he would be a freshman they were and are still in constant communication with Ecuador's government waiting for the phone call that will end every parent's worst nightmare. And basically, ladies and gentlemen, that's the facts of the case. Yeah, there's not much to this.
0: The reason why we wanted to do this, not only because it was a user uh, request, is that it's not well-known. It's not a well-known case. Like, I always, always base the 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 popularity of a case by the amount of youtube videos and there is always like you look at maura murray you're gonna find about 400 people talking into a camera about maura murray brain scratch is doing like 30 40 episodes on maura murray tim and lance started a podcast and that's how they became famous yeah they're famous because their whole podcast revolves around her case there is one talking head video on youtube just one and I'll give her credit I'm actually gonna re- re- uh, uh, what's recommend her that's the thing I'm actually gonna recommend her today but yeah other than that it's just um news clips from Oklahoma
1: sorry bu <laughs> um I was telling coach off air that I have expired all of my free article viewing on all three of my browsers and looking at all of the Oklahoman newspaper articles on this case. But we will post links to one of the articles that, have, that has links to the other articles so that you can look at these yourself. There, and again, there's just not a lot of information coming out. With the theories, there's two theories that either, A, he was kidnapped as a means to gain ransom money for a lesser-known drug cartel or terrorist organization, or he was kidnapped as slave labor.
0: If if I'm going with kidnap, that's what I'm going to go with, is slave labor. but
1: I would, too, and I don't—but at the same time, the way that he is explained— and you only get uh, headshots of him when you look for images. But everyone describes him as very tall, very lanky. And I'm not saying anything against the Riggers or anybody that's tall and lanky. It's just when you look at someone extremely tall and lanky, you don't think, hey, they're going to work their tails off for hardly anything. <laughs> they just don't look like they're mu- they're muscular enough to do a lot I, of heavy I think weak ankles. weak ankles. <laughs> Can't go ask the heel. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> But I'm thinking weak ankles every time. So like Coach stated, the theories on Reddit abound. And one of them says that if his family was just day hiking, they weren't likely to be more than a couple of miles from other civilization, even closer to other hikers. That said, Banyos is very mountainous and forested. It has many gorges, ravines, and streams that can make travel and searches rather difficult. Another user says that he must have fallen and they just can't find him. And I'm like, mm, they searched the entire trail and there's cases of them rappelling into these gorges and ravines. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The biggest thing on Reddit is just the outpouring of sympathy for his parents having to come home without their son.
0: In, in our... Um Researches of various topics and various cases. And when we get to the missing 411, especially, we know we have all learned, you and I both, especially, if you're on a trail,
1: stay with your party. Yes. And that's what one (laughs) of the things on Reddit is that when you're with, if you're in a foreign country, especially, if you're with a group of people, please stay with that. And they said that August may have just used or not used, but kind of fell on his, you know, I'm an invincible teenager. And if he's really that tall, depending on how tall his other family members are, his stride may be to the point where he he was having to constantly turn around and wait, turn around and wait. And he finally had just, I've waited long enough at this overlook. I'm just going to walk ahead. I'll see y'all there. Yeah. And it's really, and probably, and I don't know the trail, but probably they could have seen a couple of hundred yards, so they didn't think anything about it. They were probably thinking, "Well, when we come around this bend, he'll, we, you know, we can see him. He stands out." Yeah. But then all of a sudden, he's not there, and I think that's the biggest thing. Now, one of the theories on Reddit, and this is quite lengthy, but I will give it my best, says that this username is Breakfast Dish. <laughs>
0: breakfast
1: Breakfastish breakfast And says, Hi, I happen to be close to this case and wanted to clear up some questions in order to let brainstorming continue unhindered. First of all, family and friends have been diligently updating various social media pages, but the effort is not particularly organized, and unfortunately, there have not been many updates to make. I am, however, in touch with the parents, and believe you me, if I could wish anything in the world, it would be that August returned home so that they could continue their lives. Secondly, while August was certainly exploratory, he was very happy and it is quite unlikely he meant to escape his family or more than for more than part of the day. Thirdly, multiple search and rescue teams with hundreds of people and dogs swept the small area he could have potentially gotten hurt in if it was an accident. Well,
0: the, the idea that he did this on purpose and he ran away from his family is ludicrous because yeah, I mean, he, he, he didn't a, take a passport. He didn't take money. He didn't have his identification. He, he had literally had the clothes on his back. Yeah, he had just the clothes on his back. He's about to start school. Full ride. Full ride at Oklahoma. He, he spoke fluent Spanish, so it wasn't like he couldn't communicate with the locals. He purchased uh, jewelry for his girlfriend that he left in the hotel that he was bringing back to her. So the idea that he quote unquote escaped his family is just it's just ridiculous. It's
1: it this is not he's not a runaway. No. no, 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 no. No way. And it wasn't a suicide. No, no, definitely not. He was not in the Amazonian jungle, but on a tame path near the hotel in the city of Banos. It is nearly impossible that a body could have remained there undiscovered with the amount of people and dogs that were used to search that area. Finally. The drug mule possibility is one that has been at play for a while, for a while and seems likely to me. Since August was fluent in both English and Spanish, intelligent, crafty, and ethnically ambiguous, this makes this theory hold water. While distinct in appearance, his long hair could easily have been cut to make a drastic change to his appearance, so that someone not very familiar with his appearance, as nearly everyone who could have spotted him would have been, would make him completely unrecognizable. And I'm going to stop right there for a second. His description is almost long hair, garage band type. He was, had a, a patchy beard he was trying to grow. So again, if he's kidnapped, if he's kept in the sun, he is going to tan he is going to have a darker complexion. He had dark hair to begin with, and they're right. If you cut his hair, he's got short, dark hair. His kidnappers convince him that he can only converse in Spanish. He may look like a local or a, or someone that was living in Ecuador as an expat. Now, according to this person, August was also interested in every aspect of the area's culture, including the culture's drug use. It may also be important to note that he was not Only the kind of guy that everyone liked, but also the kind of guy who liked everyone, which sometimes made him way too trusting. And that could be a way that they got him to go with him. He was very... I mean, he was a teenager. They could have used a ruse to, get. hey, since you speak Spanish, can you come over here and help me? I I, I need to explain something to him.
0: How gullible were you at 18? I mean, I was fucking gullible. Yeah. Like, I like, I had no idea about anything. The realities of the world, you know? You could have tricked me with a fucking
1: donut on a string. <laughs> they state this. Now, this one's going out on a huge tangent. And they're trying to tie this to the Casey Anthony case, what? stating that the parents killed him and know he's dead. No. No, I don't believe that for a second. What? What? Why? Okay, my thing is, why would you stay back for two months? Now, granted, his his father was very wealthy. He was a well known architect that's just in Oklahoma. Dumb. It is dumb.
0: That's just dumb.
1: You're gonna take your and if that was the case,
0: valedictorian would, son, you're gonna raise him for 18 years. He's gonna be no, the valedictorian of your of his school. There's
1: no history of any yeah, bad.
0: No, yeah, you're, you're just gonna take him to
1: Ecuador to murder him. him? Yeah, that's no, just that's stupid. stupid. Well, and the other thing is, if you're going to do... Let's just go down that route. If you're going to do that, then you're going to fake up a ransom note. You're going to fake a ransom oh, call. Absolutely. If Casey Anthony can fake all that bullshit, we all know somebody would... <laughs> She's w- she not the smartest. No, but she paid, yeah. she paid her bills in other ways. <laughs> That's true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now, this one idiot states that the more I read about this case, I think he walked away under his own sus- uh, his own steam. And well, all right, I will, I I take that back. He's not an idiot because he says he walked away and unwillingly something sinister happened along the lines of what we stated a ruse was used upon him to get him off the trail. And that could, you know, maybe. Uh they said that there have been abductions in the in the area previously. One of them's name was Jenny Pope, a nurse and a mother. There was a uh she was a British tourist backpacking in Ecuador alone. There's your problem. If you're a woman, don't. Uh, it's
0: it's so sad. The The world we live in sucks, basically, because if you're a woman, don't do international travel alone. Especially Good if you're
1: a fair, ha- fair skin. Good God. You're just asking for trouble. Now, this person says that, that he may have been robbed, but they couldn't have robbed him of anything. He didn't have anything. Now, it, I don't know. I don't know. We can sit here and hypothesize all day long, but I just don't feel like that's, that's credible because then he would have been found dead quickly and it would have been an unsolved murder that had no questions, not a kidnapping. So, I don't know. Here is one that says, what reasons besides ransom would there be for kidnapping, slave labor, and sex trade, wow. but human trafficking have other uses for him? It does sound like he was kidnapped. Maybe he was kidnapped for his intellectual ability. After they kidnapped him, they found out how smart he really was, and they are forcing him into the drug production side of it. So, so like,
0: oh, you're smart. You're going to be our accountant, <laughs>
1: our chemist. You're going to be. Hey, boy, come over here. and Make me. Oh, some you think meth. he's Walt? He think he's Walter White? He's just. No, I don't. This is what this person says. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, it's also, possible. It is. I mean, you can't, like, we definitely know you can't rule anything out. There is a point. link to an article that says, quote, Trafficking of Adult Men in Europe and Eurasia. And it goes on to talk about how human trafficking is usually young girls and young adult women, but men are trafficked because we all know there are a lot of people out there that are sick and twisted. says the profile of trafficked men, as well as descriptions of types of work trafficked men are subject to, lead credence to this theory. Men are exposed to trafficking can be any age and can be employed in jobs as diverse as construction, food processing, agricultural, oil extraction, and drug trafficking. I'm surprised they didn't put something about, like, sailing, like ships.
0: Sail away. Fishing, or you know,
1: because when I mean, uh, you're on the
0: open ocean.
1: Yeah, they can just shoot you and port, put your ass overboard. I mean, we all know that.
0: I mean, you've seen that video where they that fishing vessel and uh
1: yeah, where they shoot that whole yeah, yeah, that's jacked up. Yeah, his naiveness may have played into a him falling for a ruse as well. I don't know. It, this bears a lot of resemblance to a missing four one one. I since they're there's a stream nearby. Well, I mean,
0: I don't know if you could classify it as a missing four one one because I think there is a lot of evidence to the kidnapping, and that would exclude it from a four one one case. I mean, there have been credible sightings of him that have been reported, and the the four one one is, you know, they search a place and then he's found, and yeah. then he's found afterwards after in, you know. Though I, I'm not gonna argue that it's not an intriguing case to that point, but I just don't think it would qualify.
1: So we get into our theories, and so we've kind of beat around the bush most of this about it. But well, you go ahead, and you, I mean, my, my th- your theory is be-
0: is is far fetched, but it's better than. Anything and and it I is
1: far-fetched, and, this, and I cannot tell you why it came to me the way it came to me. And, I, and this, I, mean no, I mean nothing degrading or sinister by my comment. My comment is if he was very fair-skinned, very tall and lanky, could he have been mistaken for a female from behind? Oh from behind us, of course and they just grab like and this is very cliche but could they have just grabbed him put a bag over his head took him off the trail told him to be quiet or they would kill him and then they get him wherever they were going and realize he's a man and then they decide to slave labor him
0: he's a man baby it's a man baby i mean uh. It is
1: far fetched, but that's the only thing I can. Why would you kidnap I mean, a tall, lanky, young eighteen-year-old man? I mean, some far fetched or not, something happened. I mean,
0: we can't we can't uh, discount anything. I mean, he could have stepped into another dimension for all we know.
1: He could have. I don't. I don't know. It's just It could have been aliens.
0: Squares so s- down there. I'm not saying it was aliens, but
1: it's alien. But it's alien. We should put that that meme up.
0: Well, I'm just a lowly knot expert. I don't a knot expert. Yeah, I'm a I'm a knot expert.
1: I don't know. <laughs> do you know how to tie knots so that you could hog tie yourself? Uh, I do. I do. I've I do think we time. need to do two new T-shirts. Not hey, I'm a knot expert, <laughs> and then it's not a vroom vroom, it's a pedal pedal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think man. we could sell the shit out of that latter one. <laughs>
0: You want to talk about a deep cut like that is?
1: That's true fan material yeah, right there, baby. There's like three people that get that <laughs> reference.
0: <laughs> Two of them are sitting right here,
1: and one of them is our first Patreon patron. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, oh, but here's man. the thing about the kidnapping part, though the the fact that it was it was a very it wasn't in a rural place. Even though it was a trail, it was populated. There were people on it. There were. It was within view of the resort. It's in
1: view of the entire town. That's what yeah. gets me, man. And the so, pictures from that trail—you can see the entire
0: town of Banos. How do you, how do you kidnap someone, with
1: zero, eyewitnesses? I'm still thinking. There's, I fall back been, on the ruse. There has to be a ruse to get him off that trail. I think
0: that. I think that it has legs. I think you're right. I think that they, rather than just come up and brown bag him and take him off, you know, they, it was purposeful, and they, they,
1: they found out. They could have been, like, noticed him in the hotel and yes, noticed that he noticed spoke that he spoke Spanish. Spanish. Yes,
0: that that's what I was going to get to, that he could have been noticed by a worker at the hotel or somebody and let the wrong people know, and they, they took him and they did what they
1: wanted with it, whatever that may be, and then, I mean, that sucks, but. I don't know, man. It's just, it's heartbreaking. But because of the unknown, because you don't know. I think it's heartbreaking in a sense that you don't know what could have happened to him. Not so much like a heartbroken, unsolved murder. Mm -hmm. I think this really pulls at you from just not knowing anything. I apologize for cutting you off. No, you're good. It's fine. But no, it's, it's, you do that all the time. I know, but (laughs) I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to be smoother at my cuts. Mike,
0: I rarely drop in these days. This is basically the
1: Arlo show. <laughs> and when I drop in, I get cut off. It's crazy. Ah, oh, You're killing me. <laughs> you know, again, let's. I'm going to narrow it down. That was one of my theories, but I want to go ahead and say that if I had to put money on it, he was kidnapped via ruse because of his bilingual capabilities at first. At first. And then they may have gleamed later that he was useful in other ways. And I do not want to even talk about the sex trafficking aspect of it. But that is a possibility. I mean, there's some sick individuals out there.
0: Absolutely.
1: But anyway, so recommendations? Uh, YouTube page that I found, the August
0: Rigger thing. Her name is... Uh, Nicole, she is a, it's one of the, the plethora of Talking Heads, uh, YouTube pages, like, but man, she's got almost two million subscribers, like, YouTube's where it's at, man, I'm telling you, this podcast and stuff, we get like, a hundred listeners, you just get, if you're an attractive female and you talk on... Right into the camera about a true crime, you get millions of views. It's crazy.
1: Well, we're going to need to put your sexy face on there then. I
0: mean, I got a wig. <laughs> Shave I'm, that beard. I have shaved my beard.
1: <laughs> hey, it's all in the in the in the aspect of growing the podcast. Well, that's right. Recommend
0: her. So that's my recommendation. She has. Oh wow, she has one point eight four, hundred eighty-four thousand subscribers. Dang. But the August Rieger video, for some reason, only has uh, 790 views. That's weird. That's, that's pretty crazy, actually. How are you going to have that many subscribers, but people don't? I don't know. That's strange.
1: Well, I'm going totally different. And if you have the intestinal fortitude to take my recommendation, more power to you. I don't. But at the day of recording this... Last night, WikiLeaks decided to dump everything online, and it doesn't take a very long Google search for you to find an index of everything that WikiLeaks had. We are not going to get into the hypothesis of why it was dumped last night, but I'm not even—I don't even want to talk about it. If you want to chase that rabbit, go right ahead. And if you have capabilities of getting on the dark web, I'm sure you can find some disgusting, nasty things that only a torrent machine can get to. But my recommendation is you just peruse the Wiki links. There's some interesting PDFs that do not require downloading. You can view them online.
0: The only thing that I got brave enough to click was there was a file just titled Video. That's it. And that, I, I can't not click that. But it didn't open. Whatever... Whatever was behind that link is no longer active. So that makes it even more intriguing to me.
1: So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. that are, That is our episode on Mr. August Rieger and our recommendations. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's a pretty short episode, but there's just nothing on this guy. Like, there's really it's not, It's so man. sad that... Stuff like this can fall. I'm not saying it fell through the cracks because we did find.
1: Well, and, and I saw a comment about why this was not picked up by a major news organization in the states, with the parents being not really high profile people, but they were they were of wealth. And someone said, "Missing white woman syndrome." Yeah, that's what that's what I was. That's exactly bring up.
0: why. Yeah. Is uh.
1: He's not blonde hair, blue eyed, and has as, a itty bitty waist and a big chest. As a matter of fact, in that
0: video of the the lady I uh commented on, uh, my I recommended from YouTube, that's exactly what she says. she picked this case out specifically because it's not been covered a lot and it's not been covered a lot because of that exact reason. He's not an attractive white woman. I mean, that's the that's that's the Unfortunately that's the sad facts yeah, that's in the our sad society. Fact that we I mean, I don't think that was English, what I just said. <laughs> but yeah, that's a sad fact. as if, you know, it's just not going to garner as much attention. But hopefully we shed a if, little bit of light on it. If August Rieger was a uh, 18-year-old valedictorian female, he'd have had his own Nancy Grace show. He'd have, he'd probably have a podcast de- uh, dedicated to him, but... He's not. He's a skinny white he's a skinny white dude from Oklahoma and
1: But we hey look, and and I'm not making light of this situation at all. <laughs> you give us a million dollars. Please. We will <laughs> boots on the ground hire an interpreter and we will spend four months in Ecuador. <laughs> With armed security, and we will give this man's case the due diligence. And I'm not lying. Somebody want to drop a, a million dollars in our lap to go investigate this and do nothing but a podcast on this young man? I'm all in, buddy. I'll, sp- I will. I know a young, I, not a young man. I know an elder gentleman that would travel with us. We both taught with him, the Mexican. He would love it. We may be drunk every day after we get through, but maybe. hey, yeah, maybe he's not. I lost we, my pra- notes again. Pra- la, or prola. But no, seriously, if you are independently wealthy and you think this case deserves its due diligence, send us uh, a private message or a chat or an email at mysteriousbrews at gmail.com. And hey, we will do it, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) You got anything else there, bud? No, man, I'm good. All right, then. Well, deuces.